0: Eloise to Abelard by Alexander Pope lines 207 to 210 they read how happy is the blameless vessel's lot the world forgotten by the world forgot eternal sunshine of the spotless mind each prayer accepted and each wish resigned I got these lines from the movie eternal sunshine of the spotless mind which features Jim Carrey in the main role as you know the boring, neglectful boyfriend who doesn't really realize in the moment that his girlfriend's just not interested anymore. She's she's unhappy. She wishes to move on. And without getting into the movie plot too much, I just wanted to come on here and say I watched that movie with a friend, and I I didn't I didn't realize what I was getting into because I started the movie thinking, oh okay, it's probably gonna be sad. They break up or whatever, but without spoiling it was a lot more than i anticipated for you know emotional film related reasons and also for certain moments which were a bit too relatable a bit too relatable but while watching that and after like you know and talking you know how we enjoyed the movie i just realized well There's a lot in this movie that I relate to Because there's a lot that I'm still holding on to In the same way They can forget In the film They can forget I can forget But the thing about forgetting is There's certain things you don't want to forget There's certain things you don't want to let go of There's certain feelings There's certain conversations There's certain, you know, intangibles Of a person that you 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 feel like holding on to and being presented with the choice to forget, to not forget. Most people go, well, I won't forget them. And a lot of people do. A lot of people move on very easily. They hit that block button and, you know, they, they just keep it pushing. A lot of the times that's because they stopped caring a long time ago. But a lot of the time it is also because they're just better at dealing with this stuff than a lot of others they're better at dealing with this stuff than I am, but I'm also not on the side of, you know, the Drakes and bad bunnies who go, well, you gotta understand, like, if I have too much to drink, if I have too much to smoke, I might just call her, it's not that bad, it's not that bad, it's really not, and I feel like there's a lot that I'm holding on to, not because I still have feelings, but because I feel like, there's a lot that I didn't realize was wrong on both parts until, you know, looking back in hindsight and realizing, well, this isn't necessarily who I am. And in abstaining and in trying to, you know, avoid developing feelings for anyone new anytime soon, I've realized, well, eventually I'll reach a point where I I am comfortable in these situations and I'm not abstaining because like things didn't work out. I'm abstaining because of stuff that happened back in November and also mental health overall. Sex really isn't a priority for me right now and it's crazy because, man, all this working out, it's like oh, working out, sleeping good, going to the gym, man, it shoots your libido through the roof. But I want to say that I'm doing all this to make sure that I don't, enter any new situation any new relationship whatever what have you down the line thinking oh i'm scared of treating you the way i treated others or i'm scared of not being able to express these things or i'm scared of hurting you and i'm like well that's no way to live that's no way to live you've got to take every you've got to take every interaction with a new person, as an individual, um, as an individual, unique experience. Now, obviously, if people know each other, or if you've known this, this person for long, or you know mutual friends, whatever, then obviously you've got some sort of an idea of who they are. It's not as unique, but comparing two strangers who will never meet. You can't really go into that situation thinking, this is how it went before, so it's probably how it's going to go again. Or fearing that you'll do this, this, and that. Because truthfully, you've got no way of knowing. You've got no way of knowing and living in fear of doing something. And I'm making this all sound serious. Like, oh, you know, I'm making it sound like once a cheater, always a cheater or anything. It's not, it's not that deep. But just living in fear of just like, you know causing pain or 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 being hurt it it really gets you nowhere it really gets you nowhere but i wanted to come on here and say well i'm just because i'm saying i'm closed off for now doesn't mean i'm closed off forever the way i said i was back in 11th grade because back then and you know 11th grade is a year that apparently for more than just me 11th grade is you know pretty 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 devious year but back then I was convinced I was convinced you are straight and you are aromantic and recent circumstances told me well I I don't know if I don't know if that's true I don't know if the answers that I came to were the answers that like you know actually describe how I live my life because I'm not looking for answers Answers completed me back then. And the only reason I was looking for answers was because I was like, well, everybody likes something to hold on to. Everyone likes that little bit of familiarity. And not knowing and just learning to accept change is hard. It's hard because it feels risky. Even in situations where it's crystal clear because you don't know it feels riskier than it is. It's like trying new food. If you're at a restaurant, there's... there's." You know, one out of a billion, and maybe not not that unlikely, but chances are the chef's not trying to kill you. The chef doesn't know you. He's in the kitchen making the food. He doesn't know who it's going out to. He just knows which table ordered it and what they want, and, you know, if expressed, what they're allergic to. But living in fear of pain that's coming at a later date, it kind of stifles with your ability to freely live your life, and I talked about this in philosophy class. We were talking about, like, you know, uh, damn, I'm blanking now. I'm blanking now because I was about to say death and Descartes, but I don't even know if that was Descartes. But the point is, it's 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 unreasonable. It's unreasonable to live your life in anticipation or in fear of pain that's not real. We're not here yet. They were talking about why... It it kind of does... um, Bleed into hedonism. But it was just like, well... Enjoy your time now. Because the only thing that's guaranteed is now. The past already happened. And... The future, you'll never know. And you really will never know. I could go to bed tonight... And wake up tomorrow to my city flooding. I could wake up tomorrow and be outside of a simulation i could wake up tomorrow and study reports baby burnin born in chernobyl has wings i don't know what's happening tomorrow i can only control what's happening today and i can only control you know what's going on in my mind by being upfront and honest with myself the same way you know i was back in uh, not back in january and not back in february but uh i I'm definitely better than I was back in the first semester Because, oh boy I was, I, was, I was telling I was telling my boys I was telling them, listen, we came here to be whores We didn't come here to settle down And now here I am Looking at them, happy, I'm proud for them I remember calling two of them On Valentine's Day One of them was to help them uh, pick out flowers And the other one I literally went to the mall with them And I picked out a little, a, little, a little plush And some chocolates And that to me, even as a, even as like a, you know, tag along was something that I never thought I'd entertain. I thought if someone was going off to do some shit, mm, I don't like the profanity. I thought if someone was going off to do something like this, I would be the one to go, really? Uh Uh-huh, you failed me. You failed me. But now it doesn't, it doesn't bother me, you know, the way it did before. And I'm happy because that's growth. I'm happy because that's growth and I'm happy for them. And I'm also happy for myself. And I'm happy for myself because I remember first semester I wrote on the fridge and I said, the CLB lifestyle, certified lover boy, lifestyle is a disease that I hope to never catch. And then, you know, things happened and now it doesn't really scare me anymore. It doesn't really scare me anymore, and it shouldn't scare you if you're in a similar position to me. Is all I'm going to say, really.